Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick begins the first of a four-part series entitled Guidelines for a Happy Home. This series is intended to strengthen the home to experience all that God has designed it to be. In it, you will discover how to establish a proper prayer foundation, the power of commitment, and the importance of a favorable atmosphere that results in victorious living that in turn empowers us to live in victory in our everyday life. This is a must for all Christian couples that desire their home to be a little heaven on earth. This series was taught at the Church on the Rock in Berea, Kentucky. On this broadcast, Brother Rick brings us the first of the four lessons entitled Principal Pillars of Relationship. He begins by giving us the reason people view God differently and then reads his text taken from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 through 9. Then he brings us the two pillars of every relationship and three of the seven principles of trust. And now, here's Brother Rick. You know all of us need help on our marriage. You better raise your hand if your wife's with you, especially, amen. We're going to learn together this week. How many of you know none of us know it all? How many of you know you're in school when it comes to this subject? You know, I'm like the one guy, he said, before I had children, he said, I had 10 commandments of child rearing. He said, uh, then we had our first child and I had seven suggestions of child rearing. He said, then we had our second child. And I had three things that might help you. How many of you can go from commandments to suggestions to just maybe try this? Amen. Well, that's kind of the way it is in marriage. It's it's a progress thing. We're working to have better marriages. And how many of you know if you're still working on your marriage, that's a good thing. Debbie and I have been married 34 years. And I tell you, I love her more than ever. And I'm learning more than ever. I don't know everything about her. I'm finding out new things all the time. And what a delight it is. So I'm so glad you're here tonight. I want you to open your Bibles, Proverbs chapter 3. And by the way, let me just say what a joy it is to have Deb with me. She'll be back there helping me tonight, and I'm so thankful she is. We'll try to uh, get you some notes up, because how many of you know sometimes I have more points than a porcupine, so it's hard to keep up with me sometimes. But uh, tonight I want to talk to you about your relationship. In fact, I want to talk about the foundation for a happy home. Uh, Let me begin by something that uh, I really and truly believe is probably the most important principle. I call it the most important stone in the foundation of your Christian life. Did you know that your view of God is the most important uh, stone in your foundation? How you view God is how you will reflect God. Now, this is very, very important because some people are legalistic. How many know some legalistic people? Do you know why they're legalistic? Because they believe God is a judge. So if they believe God's ultimate thing is he's a judge, then they become prosecuting attorney. And life becomes a courtroom. And everything they do has something to do with judging somebody about something. Because they think that's godly. See, if you think God's an executioner with a big stick just waiting to hit people... You'll get you a little stick so you can be godly. And you'll start beating up on people too. 
Because the more you beat up on them, you think the more you're reflecting God. But let me tell you who God is, and we're going to get into this tonight. God is relational. And the more you come to understand he created man to have relationship with him, the more you will hold relationship sacred. And I believe the only thing we're taking to heaven is people. How many say amen? amen. In fact, that, the only way to get treasures in heaven is smuggle them in in people. So invest everything you got in relationships and you'll never be disappointed. Will people let you down? Absolutely. But how many of you know you got to keep on investing in people? Now tonight I want to talk about principal pillars of relationship. Uh, in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 9, I want to read this portion of scripture because it lays a foundation from God's perspective. How many of you believe God may know more than you? Would you assume that when we start... He might be smarter than me. There's a chance of that. Just a thought. But anyway, God begins to tell us some things. And here's two pillars of relationship we want to talk about. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Everybody say that with me. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. You ought to circle the word trust. Now, the second thing says, and lean not on your own understanding. How many has got in trouble doing that Leaning on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. I'm just pausing there for a minute to let that soak in. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil, and it'll be health to your navel, mara to thy bones. Honor. Everybody say honor. honor. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thy increase. Now, what I want to bring to your attention is there are two pillars in every relationship. And, and as Sister Dana said, you can take notes tonight. I'd encourage you to do it. I find out a lot of times writing, I learn more than I do listening. But anyway, you need to understand that in everything God creates, there is an inhale, exhale aspect to it. Everything takes in something and emits something. Uh, for an example, we take in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. Plants, on the other hand, take in carbon dioxide, breathe out oxygen. Each one of us have this inhale out or exhale cycle if we're alive. And what you got to understand is every relationship takes in trust and should reciprocate with honor. It's very important to realize this. And trust and honor are the two foundational pillars of every relationship. Now, we know a lot about trust. In fact, most of us say we know if we lose our trust, we've lost our relationship. But did you know the problem is it's more likely to crumble because you fail to honor the relationship you have. And that's why God says with me, trust in me with all your heart. God is seeking a relationship. And then he says, and honor me with the first of your increase. How many understand that the first is all that has the honor attached to it? God wants you best. He don't want your leftovers. If I come to your house for cake and coffee and you cut the cake, you give me the first piece for several reasons. You know I like cake for number one. But a second reason is because I'm your guest of... How many of you know our companion deserves our best, not our leftovers? Very important to realize this. And so when you take in trust, the natural thing should be to emit honor back. And there's, by the way, a lot of different ways in which we can show honor. One of them is financial. 
I mean, that's what God is actually speaking of here, that we honor. And he talks a lot about honor, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it. But understand that relationships take in trust from heart to heart and release honor through outward actions. The failure to do either one will end up in the death of a relationship. Now, there's several principles I want to talk to you about trust. Everybody say with me, trust. trust. Boy, it's an important word, isn't it? Man, have you ever had anybody break your trust? What a horrible feeling that is. Have you ever been responsible for causing somebody else to lose their trust in you? That's really hard, isn't it? And how many of you know with the best that we can do, we still are apt to fail sometimes? So we got to take in consideration of forgiving and lots of other things. In fact, I'm kind of like uh, Ruth Graham was asked if she ever thought about divorcing Billy Graham. She said, no, I never have, but I've contemplated murder many times. <laughs> How many of you know that even Billy Graham <laughs> can fail? <laughs> Amen. And so let's look at these scriptures on trust. I think there'll be some things that'll help you. Here's the first thing I want you to understand. The enemy of trust is human reasoning. Motivated by suspicion. How many of you know you let your mind get to wandering? And you can think about some scenarios that don't even exist. I counseled a couple and this woman got in her head that this man was unfaithful to her. He wasn't. I worked with him. He was a tremendous man. But she could not escape this suspicion. And she just dwelled on it and dwelled on it and dwelled on it until her home disintegrated. Now, Jesus, or God, has given us instruction here in Proverbs. Trust in me with all your heart and don't let your mind run away. Don't give in to your human reasoning. How many of you know trust is invisible? You can't see it. You can't figure it out. You don't know all the components. You don't know how it works. You know, somebody told me, doesn't it bother you, Brother Rick, not to be able to explain this stuff? Hey, listen, I've been doing that for years. I get in cars and drive. I don't know how they work. I flip on light switches, ain't got a clue. Got a clue. In fact, I'm clueless of most things I use on an everyday basis. I don't understand all the dimensions of trust, but I know this, that the more I let my mind dwell on it, the more negative. You ever thought too much? You ever nitpick too much? Can I hear an amen? I'll turn this way to make it easier on Huh? Human reason can destroy trust. And God tells us, trust in me and don't think too much. Second thing you got to understand, trust is based on proven faithfulness but it cannot continually stand being tried boy if you're constantly trying somebody's trust setting little plots to see if you can trust them <laughs> i won't ask for an amen but how many knows that's true it can't be constantly tested or it will be severely damaged trust has to be taken at face value but it's not just buying into Nothing. It's, it's got to be based on proven faithfulness. Over the course of time, if people have proven to be faithful to you, don't doubt them constantly. How many of you know the Bible says whatsoever is not a faith is? Yeah, just have faith. Here's the third thing you need to understand. Trust involves God's intervention. Boy, if, if you are where you need to be with God, how many of you know even if they can't trust you naturally, they can trust God. 
You know, my commitment to Debbie is not based just on my love for Debbie. It's based, number one, on my love for God. I don't want to fail God. No, I don't want to disappoint Debbie. But even more so, I don't want to disappoint God. We need supernatural. How many of you know it's not natural to trust? You know, when we're born, we're born with all those little sin nature things in seed form. You know how to teach a baby how to lie? That little dude's lying before he gets teeth. Scream like he's on fire. Going, ain't nothing wrong with him. Liar, liar. He just laying there squalling. You got to teach them how to lie. They can lie with the best of them just shortly after they learn to talk. You don't have to teach these things because they are natural to our sinful nature. But how many of you know to trust is not natural, it's supernatural, and we need God to help us to learn to trust. It's not a natural thing. It's a supernatural thing. I remember when my niece was little, God is such a vindicator. When, when my children were born, Debbie's brother, you've heard me talk about him. He's a brilliant man. And their first child that was born, she was just a perfect little angel. You ever met anybody that had a kid like that and you didn't have one? That's what it was. Brandy did everything exactly right. She would go to bed at night, sleep all night. We didn't know anything about that. Neither one of our kids slept all night. I ain't sure they still do. They're 30 and 31. But anyway, they just was up all during the night. And, and they used to say to me all the time, what's wrong with your children? Because Brandy was perfect. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitful life.org. Thanks for listening.